Hello and welcome to another episode of GC Stories, the series where we speak to security services professionals with an extraordinary tale to tell. And we're delighted to be back for a second season with a whole new set of incredible stories from familiar voices, who not only take us through their journeys, but also impart some wisdom and life lessons for us all. Now on today's episode, one of the most successful, probably the most successful name in the history of fund administration, and that really is no exaggeration, it's Bill Stone, the founder of SS&C, who took the company from a startup in his basement to over 22,000 employees, and what is now the largest fund administrator in the world. Now while the journey of SS&C is a story in itself, today we're talking to Bill about his life outside of SS&C, and how he chose to give back to the communities and people that supported him on his way to the top, and then the others that have become important to him once he got there. A notable figure in the security service industry and a recipient of one of Global Custodian's Lifetime Achievements Awards, and now, as we discover, a philanthropist and incredibly charitable person, we really hope you to enjoy today's episode with Bill Stone. Bill Stone, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for having me, John. Really, really good to have you on. Whereabouts are you calling from today? I'm calling from Naples, Florida. Oh, okay, right. I, I wasn't sure whereabouts you, you might be, but... Uh, I'm sure the weather there is sunnier than it is for me here in London. Usually it is, but it's a little <laughs> cloudy today. Okay, okay. We've uh, very similar to my circumstances then, but we're all really looking forward to this conversation. Uh, we spoke a couple of years back when uh, Global Custodian handed you the Lifetime Achievement Award. And we discussed your incredible story of your career from starting your, your business in your basement to, to 22,000 employees, which and that was at the time, maybe it's even higher now. And that was that was an incredible story in itself. But today, I really want to talk to you about what you've achieved and been driven to do outside of your work with SS&C. And there's some, some great stuff here. So um, I think before we get into the individual involvements, the, the first question I had just out of intrigue really is, is when do you get or when did you get to a point in, in your life and in your career where you decided, I want to give back? I'm I'm from a big family. We have nine children, um, and I was the fifth one. And you know, I, I think you know my parents were pretty charitable, and and you know we we always looked at it as giving, right? So you know, give of yourself and of your time, and and then of your resources. And and you know, obviously, I've been uh, blessed to be able to have some increasing resources throughout my career, and. And, you know, when, when I could, I, you know, from my kids in, in um, pre-K, you know, before kindergarten and nursery schools, you know, if, if they needed things, I, I always wanted to be, be one that would really, uh, really help them out and, and be able to, you know, kind of make the community that you lived in, you know, a little better, you know, and, and then hopefully as, as you grow a little bit older and get a little more success, you can do more things. And and that's really kind of, you know, and I probably started that at, you know, eight, you know, late twenties, mid twenties, and and um, and have been able to accomplish a few things in, in that arena since. Yeah, uh, which I'm sure is an understatement. Could you could you talk about some of the uh, the initiatives you've you've been a part of or played the, the leading role in? Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we have, uh, uh, we're pretty proud of a of Grace Academy, which is a 
school for uh, seventh, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade girls in um, in Hartford, Connecticut, and we were one of the first um, contributors to that. One of the founding contributors to that school. You know, when when we lived in Windsor, you know, we started something called Assess and See Summer Wind, but it was you know personal money, not corporate money. And, um, you know, that was very, uh, very satisfying. Uh, we've, we've done a lot of things with different schools and then, and then different, uh, different hospitals and trying to, to help, you know, kids with autism and stuff with mental, mental illness, sensory perception disorder has been something that we've invested money in and built a couple of sensory uh, perception disorder playgrounds for for young children so that they get to to learn you know like touch and feel and and sound and sight and you know verbal cues and all those things that we take for granted but but some children have trouble processing so it becomes very difficult between the parents and the children when you know the feedback from the child is not what you expect so I think that's been rewarding for us as well. And then, you know, more recently, we've done a lot of stuff with uh, Operation Special Forces, which is a, a charity that, that helps um, uh, Special Forces personnel that have been wounded to, to uh, uh, you know, kind of re-enter society and be able to, to you know, kind of... Um, you know, get beyond their injuries and, and be able to uh, really uh, participate uh, fully in society. And, and that's been very, very rewarding, too. And down here in Naples, you know, we give money to various schools, very health initiatives. You know, the botanical gardens where my wife is a very big gardener. And, um, you know, so we've done a lot of things in those areas. And, and uh, you know, Big things, you know, we started uh, the Stone Center, uh, Stone Family Center for Health Sciences in Evansville. There's the Patricia Brown, Browning Stone Century Play Playground in Evansville, Indiana. There's the NJ Stone Baseball Field, also in Evansville, which is obviously where both my wife and I are from. So, you know, we've done a lot of things along those lines, and we hope, hope to do more. Yeah, that's, that's quite a list and some some amazing stuff there. Some great examples of giving back, and I appreciate it's it's probably not something that that you always you know, shout about or put out publicly, but but from from my perspective, and I'm sure from our audience, it's it's a fascinating thing to see the leaders of the industry uh, doing this kind of thing. Do do you think it does? You know, these people making these kind of acts sets a good example for 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 others at the top of the. Um, your financial services industry? Well, you know, I, I think it, it's, you know, these kinds of things are personal and and I think they are things which, you know, you, you, you try to do, you know, as, as you know, humbly as, as you can mm. and, you know, as anonymously as you can, you know, and so that it's not that, Everything we've done is anonymous, but you don't see the William C. Stone thing anywhere, you know, mm -hmm. and, and much more about about my my mom or my dad or, 
you know, uh, other things that are, you know, important to us that's not, uh, not quite as, uh, as, as, you know, maybe a little self-centered as, as, you know, my wife's name or my name. But, but obviously there were reasons behind each of these efforts, uh, but uh, which you, you explained some of them before. But in terms of doing things in, in your hometown, um, you know, why, why were efforts there important to you um, and, and important for you to be a part of? Well, you know, those were my roots, John. And, and uh, you know, Evansville's not not a particularly small town, but, you know, it's 125 to 150,000 people. And, and, you know, it's in Southern Indiana and, you know, right on the, you know, Kentucky and Illinois and Ohio borders. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not London, you know, and it's not New York or Chicago, you know, so the opportunities to, to gain, uh, to gain significant wealth are, are not as great in, in Evansville as they are in these other cities, but the needs in places like Evansville are high. You know, they have the same societal issues as every other community, and and it's nice to be able to have the wherewithal to be able to, uh, to help the city cope with issues that, that all of us cope with. And, and again, I'm I'm proud of where I'm from. I, uh, you know, I've lived in the East Coast for a long time, and I live in Naples, Florida now. Uh, but but you know, I'm I'm a I'm a Hoosier, I guess. Guess <laughs> <laughs> I can't get that out of me. <laughs> so it's a never forget where you came from kind of mentality. That's what I think. I, I, I admire people that never forget where they came from. And as part of that, there's been some yeah, philanthropic efforts, but also I understand you've actually set up some some SSNC um, work there as well. Is that right? We did. We opened an office there, and and um, uh, Kyle Fields runs it for us. He's an Evansville native as well, and I think we're up to you know 200 and about 225, 250 people in in Evansville, and. You know, for a reasonably small town, that's a pretty significant employer. And the the work you do, and, and I'm sure a lot of this kind of rubs off on SSNC as well. And I'm sure there's a lot of good things that the company does that um, that we probably don't even have time to go into on, on on this episode. You know, is that part of the image you want to create for for the company for SSNC? And um, you know, how important do you think that is when when you know, from anything from kind of client wins to to having the best people out there wanting to work for you? Well, I think that that's important, and and it's important, increasingly important, you know, as you know, as I would say, as the world gets wealthier, you know, particularly as the United States gets wealthier, but also the UK and and uh, and places like India have gotten way wealthier, and 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 other places around the globe, obviously Europe and, and Japan and China and Australia and such, Canada, obviously, but yeah, you know, it's as you. As you get wealthier, you know, people generally have more leisure time, you know, and then they have more resources to to pursue, you know, other things. So so the ability to have an organization that that people recognize uh, is, is trying to be, you know, not just a 
you know, shareholder return, you know, machine, but shareholder returns are very important, right? Because that's sort of why you're in business. But but also that you're part of a greater community and and that you recognize that, you know, everybody loves clean air, everybody loves clean water, everybody wants to be able to have a, you know, a thriving community and, and everybody wants to be able to really assist in taking care of you know, of the weakest of our society. You know, mm-hmm. society is not defined by the strongest. It's defined by how you take care of the weakest, you know, and I, I think that's something that um, that we strive to be a bit of an example of. That's great. Uh, Bill, I was going to ask you later what the biggest life lesson you'd like to pass on to others is, but that's a pretty good one there <laughs> you've just given. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's that's important. It's important to recognize that, you know, there's, there's the old... Um, parable of you know the the child with no shoes complaining and complaining until they saw the child with no feet you know and and it's all the specific circumstances that any of us are in in any particular time you know it's it's recognizing that as bad as it gets it's worse elsewhere you know and as good as it gets it's better elsewhere so you know you can you know if you can try to have a Happy medium, I, I think. Uh, I think uh, success is is more assured. This is the second series of this um, the, this feature we're doing GC stories, and so we've had you know twelve guests, and and by yeah everyone everyone I consider a success, but uh, you know obviously the definition of success differs from from person to person. It's a very personal thing, but you know by by whatever measure. Um, we use what what you've done at SSNC, SSNC um, you know, makes you one of the most intriguing and, and successful people we've spoken to on here. I, I was wondering, and I hope you don't mind, it's a very kind of personal question, but I was interested in how important is your your legacy to you um, in terms of not just what you've you've done at SSNC, but in terms of some of these um, charitable initiatives you, you've been a part of. Well, I, I think John, the, you know, kind of the first thing is you know, charity begins at home. You know, and and I think my wife and I are very proud of you know our, our three children being good citizens. You know, they they all all do well in 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 what they do, but they're good citizens and they they care about their surroundings and and we think that's really important. And you know that you know I I, I you know I <laughs> you're a lot younger than me, but. But you know, I, I'm not planning on kicking off anytime soon. So, it, you know, I, I I guess I don't really um, envision too much about about you know burnishing something about me after I'm gone. I, I would rather you, you know do good acts while I'm here, and and when I'm gone, if people say, "Hey, yeah, he he did some nice things," and and uh, uh, you know, he wasn't just a businessman, or he wasn't just this or just that. You know, that that more of a, a rounded life and 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 a full life, and and one where he managed to keep good cheer. Right, was pretty much a positive guy almost all the time. You know? <laughs> not all the time, <laughs> but almost all the time. <laughs> you know, and, 
and that's not easy to do. There are there are difficulties all of us face, and you know, often tragedies and sad times, and you know, it's being able to persevere and you know get up off the you know, get up off the ground and dust yourself off and and get back in the ring. You know, so I, I think those things are are really important is to you know be persistent and 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 don't give up. Uh, think, you know, people need to think, you know, and it's it's best to engage your brain before you engage your vocal cords. So I, I think it's important to think about what you're going to say, and particularly for people that are in, you know positions of of responsibility i mean they're accountable you know so I, I think we need to make sure that that those people understand that that we expect them to be accountable you know it's it's you know you're a professional you're to do professional interviews you know ask professional questions be prepared you know and i think that's the same thing for me i i need to think about you know the kinds of questions you're going to ask and have you know some some reasonable outline of how I'm going to respond to you in a way that is is interesting for your audience and and is something that um, you know hopefully there are tidbits that people can take away that 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 they find uh, helpful. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's quite a, a kind of window into into your thinking, which I think is is helpful and informative and, and people are interested and, and yeah Bill I wasn't trying to uh, you know along with the Lifetime Achievement Award I'm not trying to retire you here or anything with these questions I promise. <laughs> That's what I'm always trying to think you know. <laughs> uh, we we have Rahul Kanwar as our president and and uh, I certainly think that he will follow me and uh, but I'm not quite ready just yet. <laughs> Good, good. Um, yeah, good. Hopefully, more more of this to come. There are more interviews and and uh, uh, and questions. And I guess the last one I had to you, Bill, just in terms of yeah, something for our audience and anyone that's that's thinking about you know giving back, um, whether that's through time or or, or actual you know charitable donations. Yeah, you know, what do you say to someone that, that that's thinking about it but not sure how to start or what to do? Well, I, I think the most important thing is is um, is give to things that matter to you. And, and another thing I think, John, is pretty important is recognize that if you just give money and you don't give your time and you don't put in the proper, you know, organization or management or, you know, uh, plan, outline, you know, responsibility, accountability, you, you'll, you'll find that that, that money just dissipates, and and I, I've given a lot of money to things where you could not find a dollar of what I gave. You know, so I, I'm very cognizant of mm. of trying to make sure that I I put in the right kind of you know uh, charitable governance. That you know the objectives that we start out with are the objectives that we're going to meet, and that the primary purpose of the resources is to go to the objective of the charity, not to go to the expenses of the charity. And that that's a difficult thing for people when when you start doing some 
research and analysis and you realize that some charities are, you know, shipping, you know, 90, 95, even 100% of the money to the objective of the charity. And other places are maybe spending, sending 60, 70%. And they have an awful high degree of, of expense load. You know, so I'm very cognizant of that, that, that you know, you worked hard to have your, your resources. And when you, you are, you know, nice enough, charitable enough to give it away, you should give it away to people that will husband it the way you want it husbanded. Well, Bill, thanks so much. Uh, uh, we finished the show on with three questions that we, we asked to everyone. Uh, and the first of those is interested, who from within the asset servicing or all financial services world has inspired you throughout your career? You know, I, I think, you know, I, I grew up when, when Sandy Weil was putting together Citigroup and when he, you know, and how he had uh, progressed through all the different uh, acquisitions and you know, and, and successes that he had, and and then also some some not so successes, and and how he persevered, and and how he was very generous. He and his wife were very generous people, and and so I, I would say Sandy Weil has been pretty inspirational to me. Great, thanks. And where has inspiration from outside of your professional world come from? Well, I, I played a lot of sports, so I had a lot of coaches, and and a lot of them have been, uh, you know, very. Uh, you know, very, very uh, focused on winning, that winning is important, you know, and that, that, that's been pretty inspirational to me that, you know, when you're out competing at anything, it's amazing how much happier the winners are. So trying to win, I think, is, is, is pretty important. And, you know, it, 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 you know, you, you have to be a, a, disappointed loser but a reasonable loser you know and and that's not always easy it's not easy for a child it's not easy for a teenager it's not easy for an adult but but you have to have um you know enough self-discipline and enough self-awareness and enough understanding that you're not going to win every time so so act with some class I, and just finally, Bill, uh, I hope you didn't use all these up already, but what's the biggest uh, life lesson that you, you learned that you would like to pass on to others? Well, I, I think, you know, one of my favorite sayings is Abraham Lincoln said, whatever you are, be a good one. And I think it's important that whatever you do, be good at it, mm-hmm. you know, and and yeah, that might take a little extra effort, but you've got the time, you've got the capability, you've got the talent, you know? And I, I think that's kind of how I, I try, to, uh, try to live my life and how I try to explain to others. Brilliant. Well, Bill, this has been great. Uh, I've really enjoyed the conversation. I feel like uh, it's a real window into, into some of your uh, you know, mindsets, both kind of professionally and, and personally. And, and, and it's fascinating to, to hear your story. Um, and, you know, we, we, this was without even touching on too much SS&C stuff, which is 
a whole other incredible story. So, um, yeah, look, it was wonderful to have the conversation. And, and the whole point of this series is to kind of inspire and, and, and inform people. And I, I think you, you've absolutely done that today in a, in a really special way. So uh, thank you so much for your thoughts. Hey, John, thank you.